0: <laughs>
1: Another bad word about Johan Quazze ever again. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to No Other Pod. Had to just get that one out there uh, first thing, because um, I'm sure y'all know why. You all saw the ridiculous shot mm. that Johan Quazze had to put us up 3-2 to two at the death over the Houston Dynamo in the 2018 US Open Cup. I'm Jimmy He's Dan. Dan, tell me what is going on.
2: Uh vous le vous C'est soi. I've been learning my French, my friend. Cause that was I'm I'm hot, man. I'm I'm hot all about that <laughs> goal. It's got me hot and tingly. Hot for Johan, huh? I'm hot I'm hot for Johan. I tell you what. That uh slim shady look he has going on, I'll I'll get hot for that. Yeah, he's got that uh that nice
1: little blonde hair. Yeah, those um, Schweinsteiger
2: calves, you know.
1: Yeah, he's uh, a <laughs> that dude. I know we've 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 talked about it before. That dude is built because he he is just a tank. Dude's um, a man's man. <laughs> he's uh, he's pretty crazy, and uh, of course, we will get to that game, that goal, and more. But uh, we mentioned last time we got a a, a special discount code for our good listeners from a pretty cool place so uh you want to go ahead and, and tell them about
2: that real quick my friend dude on the volley apparel.com you go on there you place your order you enter no other pod into the discount code you're getting 15 percent off guys 15 percent off now, that might not, not a seem like a, a lot i mean it's gonna take care of your tax and a little more but hey that's money you're saving for some pretty sweet apparel man so like I don't know if you go on there often, but I'm always looking at their stuff. And uh, it's pretty cool, man. They have a shirt that just says keeper. Now, that could mean maybe you're a goalkeeper or maybe you're uh, maybe your girlfriend or your wife thinks you're you're a keeper. Maybe she'll hang on to you. But then there's another one that says <laughs> striker that I'm not allowed to wear because I can't back that up by any means. But uh, maybe you can and you can get 15% off that striker shirt. So go do it on the com.
1: Yeah, they got some pretty cool stuff. I was uh, I was cruising their website this week at work, and I am building my shopping list. So, yeah, uh, dude.
2: What's your favorite uh, de- design that they have? What do you got?
1: I actually really do like that striker shirt. Um, yeah? But I, I'm not... I don't have the body type of a striker, <laughs> so I'm hey, trying back to in your decide prime, if I can pull it off. Well, you know, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will just say... It's, it's Body type. I, I had a sad realization about my body type, and realized I need to to hit the diet a little bit harder. When they were talking about how Roman Torres is the heaviest player in the World Cup, and uh, they said his weight, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got like twenty pounds on that dude." And what's his he weight? He looks huge. They cl- okay now. This is what they claim. They claim it's two eighteen. So oh, I don't know. Really? They say he's six two two eighteen. That dude. Looks a little bit bigger than two eighteen. If I'm six three and I'm twenty pounds over that, I don't know if he is only two eighteen. Um, MLS Soccer dot com wow. says he's one ninety five. Uh, wow,
2: he's he's not. Um, but two eighteen. I, I that makes me feel pretty good. But I I would like to get a little quicker and a little stronger. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, some of some of these, well, we'll get into this later too. Some of these World Cup teams could use a center back, so they they might need to call in the coups a little later. Uh, That's true. Call it,
2: They call me the Malaysian Ronaldo. I don't know if you knew that.
1: <laughs> is, is
2: that is that what we're saying now?
1: We've we've moved they on from on, we've moved on from Messi, and we're, we're 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 to the Malaysian Ronaldo now. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. I guess the, that the makes greatest sense. There ever was. Yeah. The, there we go. Game set match. You heard it here. Probably not first, <laughs> but
2: uh, you did hear it here. hey hey you know what dude we don't have any new uh itunes reviews to read so guys if you have yet to leave an itunes review for us please go to your your itunes app under the under the show under the podcast and uh leave us one i mean click that star rating and uh you know a lot of people under there saying some nice things about us so we'd appreciate if you if you do that if you have yet to do it so please and thank you
1: Yes, thank you so much. Those reviews help us get found, and when we're found by more people, uh, it makes the show even better. So uh, share and your love. loves. That's right, share your love of sporting with your friends because that's what friends do. Um, but let's jump into this U.S. Open Cup game. Um, I'll jump. I know that when the lineups came out. You and I were texting back and forth, and yeah, I, I, got, don't I, got think, I don't think confident is the word I would use to describe our feelings at that time. Um, well, tell me what you're thinking when you see the SKC lineup that comes out. Granted, a bunch of people are on the injury report for Sporting KC, so that's a factor, versus the lineup for FC Dallas that you saw come out, which was pretty much their first team MLS lineup. What's going through your mind?
2: Bro, we were we were we were both fired up. I mean, I I told you, I think I texted you out. I ugh, I texted you and the only thing I said after the lineups were released were we're fucked. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> that is exactly you, what you said. <laughs> and you were just like you were like, "Yeah, it's rough." And I was like, "Uh, not for them because they're, yeah. they they they're going to crush it. They got a first team lineup. And I, I gotta tell you, why why do we doubt our squad? I mean, we have the depth, we have the young guys, but when we see all these injuries, we don't we don't trust these young guys. And I gotta tell you, maybe it's time that we should. Because they, they put in a damn good performance there, guys. We scored three goals against uh Dallas's starters. Pretty good. Yeah, big deal. man.
1: Yeah. No, it was it was amazing. Um I think I was mad that Russell didn't start. I was pissed. Yeah, so Russell Russell not starting. Um you had Diego Rubio in the starting 11 for for the first time in in quite a long time. Um Jimmy, Jayla, Jimmy,
2: I'm reading art. I'm reading our text right now. It's very funny. You don't <laughs> do it. I I remember well, like
1: yeah, I was trying to to kind of be a little bit positive, but also I was like I'm dude. not at all confident right now.
2: I said like I'm legit mad and irrational. And you're like, I'm surprised and nervous for sure. <laughs> and I was like, fuck that, I'm fired up. <laughs>
1: yeah, that I think that captures us pretty well. Um Yeah, man. This <laughs> this one Rubio was starting for the first time in a while. Jalen Lindsay and uh, Malaysian Ronaldo, Juan cuisine were both in there. Uh for one. Wow, like he's the, messy, bro. He's messy. We're not changing him. To just you are Malaysian Ronaldo.
2: Yeah, okay. I, I, I got,
1: it can't be the same. That's true. I mean you you both are the coups and little coups, so okay, we'll, we'll go with it. That's true. Um so Lindsay and, and Kuzain they had been in the lineup for four or five games in a row now, counting both MLS and uh and open cup play. Um but then you had Emiliano Amor who who was in there starting and he's had very little time. Uh so it just was very much <clears throat> uh Adrian Zendehas was, was starting in goal. It just was very much a piecemeal lineup, it felt like. And then you look at the Dallas lineup, that's pretty much their starters. And they've been on fire in MLS. And yeah, yeah, I, I was nervous. Um, and things didn't exactly start very well. Um, you know, it it looked, the word I would use was disjointed for the first 15 20 minutes or so it looked like no one was really sure what was going on yeah and then weird. uh and then in the 18th minute there uh there was a goal um for fc dallas that really what happened it was just a total breakdown in communication between lindsey and Zendaya's because they I, I think it was lindsey um he wanted Zendejas to come out and get the ball and Zendejas started to, but then he backed up and Dallas fired a shot that basically uh Zendejas blocked but left the net wide open, so then there was a cross and uh and then yeah, Carlos Cuazo was able to uh to put it right in the back of the net. We're down one zero at home in the eighteenth minute and I'm a little scared. What are you thinking?
2: Super scared. I, I was super mad. I-, I was just I think you were like, what is Zendejas doing? And I, I I, didn't know. I didn't have any idea what to say to that. You know, you, you said, he's got to come. He's got to come for that ball. And I was just, yeah. I said, we're bad, dude. I said, we're done. That's, that's what I said to you. I said, we're done tonight. It's over. I, at that point, based on how Sporting
1: KC was playing up until then, thought this could get out of hand quickly.
2: Um, Bro, but then the next 15 minutes, it was like Jekyll and
1: Hyde. It was it was a totally different team. You're right, um, and I don't know, I don't know what flipped. I asked both Peter Vermees and the players after the game, sort of what happened. And I don't know if you listened to the post game uh, press conference or not, but I thought Where it was weird. Where do you weird. listen to that at? Uh, you know, for the open cup, I don't know if it's on the radio in MLS games. I know they, they have it in, oh, it's radio? on the radio. Yeah. They the used to put it show. on the
2: website and they stopped putting the, they stopped doing that
1: probably cause they were mad at me for pissing off Peter every time. And they're like, one of these days oh, we're going to broadcast dude. a murder on live radio. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be used in court as evidence against Peter. Um, yeah, he's in debt. So, uh, uh, but I asked him. You know, I thought it was a fair question. I asked him. I was like, you know, the first fifteen minutes or so seemed a bit disjointed, and then you got back on track. And he was like, "Wait, what did you say they were?" I was like, "Disjointed," and he was basically like, "No, I don't think so. I think we just got unlucky." And I didn't argue with him, but I think it was a little bit more than getting unlucky, don't you think?
2: Uh, I think so too. I don't. I don't know. They just they just got it together. You know, what I mean they they. they... I don't know. Like I said, it was just a whole different team from that moment on.
1: Yeah. Uh, so after, after the, the 18th minute or so, there was apparently no change in, in tactics really. It's just, they kind of figured it out. Um, and, and then for the next, you know, 25 minutes or so, like you're saying, they looked like a goal was coming at some point. They were attacking and attacking and attacking. Um, and then off of a corner in the 42nd minute, Emiliano Moore hits a ball off the crossbar, and then uh, Ike does like a weird side half volley that goes off the the bar, the like the side bar. And I'm sitting there going, "How the heck have we not scored here? Those are two chances where we should have scored." And then like 20 seconds later, um, I one it somebody I think it might have been Roger or it might have been Malaysian Messi sending a beautiful ball to Ike who headed it into the corner. Uh, bottom left corner of the net or I thought he was heading it into the bottom left corner of the net Daniel Shallowy kind of poached it at the last second and technically gets credit for the goal but suddenly that was nuts. it's a 1-1 game and it's a totally different ball game at that point right
2: yeah dude and I remember at the end Ike was asked uh or, you know Daniel was apologizing to him I guess and yeah saying, you know, sorry, I took the goal and he's like, dude, no, man. I, I don't care. We as long as we win this game, as long as we keep scoring. And and I guess uh Ike at the end was mentioned Daniel's goals or whatever that uh and he said he said, Well, one and a half. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ike, I was uh, like, ooh, that's cold. Yeah. And uh Ike was, was was poking a little fun at Daniel on Twitter after the fact um about it. Daniel, I think, did feel bad, but he was also like, "But also, I'm a striker, so I'm gonna take goals where I can get goals." <laughs> and I was like, "You get yeah, it, Daniel." Absolutely. Um, but then suddenly, you're at halftime. It's one-one, and things are 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 feeling pretty good. You're like, "Okay, this we're we're back in this." Um, it was only about twenty minutes into the second half where uh, Daniel Shallowy got a ball from Juan Kuzan in toward the top of the box and he had just a little touch to to reset the ball and then fired it into the bottom right right past Jesse Gonzalez putting Sporting KC up 2 to 1 and I don't know what Daniel Shallowy is eating or drinking or whatever but I got to get on it cuz this dude has been unreal recently don't you think Yeah,
2: he's a... Uh... He's hungry. You know what I mean. He's very hungry. Hey. <laughs> see what I did there? I uh, see it. No, dude. But we 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 can't play J- Jesse Gonzalez without scoring three goals on his ass. All right, because I believe that's what happened last year. Is we we beat him in extra time by scoring three goals. Yep. and uh, what made it, what made
1: it even better is
2: uh, the cauldron started
1: doing a little bit of taunting at Jesse Gonzalez. I don't know if you could hear no, it on the broadcast. They would never do that. No, it's, it's totally out of character. There's No way that's crazy <laughs> but but you know they're they're sitting there and uh they start the chant they're like hey jesse your mom says hi and they just kept doing of it course. over and over again which is you know harmless chant um but jesse this was when i was tied 1-1 jesse starts engaging back and i don't know if he said anything really? or what but he looked around and he starts doing like the pump up sign to them like more louder like trying to to kind of like play back to them and like yeah it's not gonna and affect that's me. when they scored on him yeah, and then it was just a few minutes later that uh, Daniel Shalvey put that one right past him.
2: So, oh, that's fantastic!
1: Yeah, I think someone even on Twitter because I, I I tweeted about it and someone was like, "Oh yeah, this never doesn't end well for goalies who talk
2: back to the cauldron. Like it always works yeah. out just fine." <laughs> Why would he engage? Like, dude, professional athletes aren't they trained to block that crap out and play the game?
1: They're supposed to, and I would blame it on him being young. But I, I mean, he handled well, I mean, it even better with than us.
2: We're right. dumbass fans. Don't engage us. Right, but I
1: mean, even <laughs> Tim Howard, who was like 37, couldn't handle it. Yeah, um, he's a veteran, dude. Yeah, I I don't understand. I mean, I have and especially that chance, like it's a, it's it's relatively harmless. Like it's they're not very harmless, right? Yeah, I just you know, that's a pretty easy G-O. one to ignore.
2: Yeah, so I'd be like, oh, okay. I, I'm sure my mom really said hi. Maybe, right. uh. Maybe he's got some mom issues, dude. Maybe his mom left. Maybe she's not even in his life. Maybe. I hope not. Now we're getting but, dark, and he's like, did she know. say hi? She hasn't called me in months. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I, I
1: I hope, sincerely, Jesse Gonzalez has a very good relationship with his mother, and they see each other often. But I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> she but... ran off to Reno with, with a guy named Chip. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's probably what happened. I think you're exactly right, um, Mama but yeah, Gonzo. It, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so suddenly now Daniel Shawley's got a brace and or kind of a brace, one and a half goals. If if you listen to Ike, like you said, and uh, and and Sporting KC are up two one.
2: That's his first brace,
1: by the way. He said, ever in his career. That's um, cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, But it wasn't very long later when it all started with a pretty bad back pass from Ike. Now, there might have been a miscommunication with with Zendejas or with somebody, but Ike tried to send it back, and I don't know if Zendejas just didn't see it at first or what, but it just kind of rolled out for a corner kick. And I kind of had a bad feeling at that point that something terrible was about to happen. And uh, then Dallas sent in the corners, and Dejas couldn't quite grab it, so he punched it away right to the feet of Lama, Roland Lama. Uh, Lama. Lama. Lama? Lama? Lama. 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 Alpaca. Lama. Roland Lama. Alpaca. and uh, Pregnancy and, class. <laughs> and uh, and he just takes a couple little touches, fires it back in, and it deflects right into the goal off of uh, the yeah, foot of Jalen Lindsay, I believe. And, and now it's 2-2 again. And I'm kind of thinking, this This is like 10 minutes later after the last goal, so it's the 78th minute, and I'm thinking, well, crap. I don't really want to go to extra time tonight because I don't know that I trust that we'll be able to
2: pull it out. Um, hey, why don't you start Tim Melia in this game? Like, does Tim really need a rest? Is he beat up? He's not injured. We we don't know. Like, is he just going to let Zendayos have this run at the Open Cup and let Tim do regular season? Like, you know, like teams like Man United did. You know, uh, Romero would do the FA Cup games, and and uh, De Gea would do regular season. Yeah, that's
1: a good question, and I honestly don't know. Tim wasn't even in the 18. Um, no, I didn't even see him in the locker room post game. I don't know if he was there. If he was, he, he no, he didn't. His wife was around. taking
2: Instagrams
1: of him in the pool. Oh, really? Um, that's funny. Because I know Beasler was there in street clothes because I saw him a couple times just walking around. I saw Jimmy Madronda in street clothes. So I know some of them were there, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe he wasn't feeling great, like not enough to put him on the injury report, but just
2: feeling a little under the weather. Who knows? Uh, Maybe he's in such good form. So it's interesting that you'd let him. I mean, maybe he's just getting an extended break and they want him fresh for, you know, this coming Saturday. Could be. Um, yeah, I,
1: I I don't I don't know sort of the ins and outs of like if he picked up maybe like a slight injury in training if you're like well he's not going to be in the 18 so maybe we don't have to put him on an injury report because it's only the open cup. I don't know. I'm totally that's total speculation. Um Yeah. but but yeah, you're you're totally right. He's in good form. I mean, he just shut out Portland at Portland. Um you you'd kind of want to keep it going, but who knows? Um
2: well, at this time, it's it's 2-2, and you're kind of wishing Tim might be in there because, you know, Zendai let two goals in, and I, and I don't think Tim lets two goals in. I really don't. No, I don't I don't think
1: that first goal happens with Tim in at all. I think you're 100% correct because I think Zendai just didn't look confident, um, and I think that was part of the problem for the beginning of the game for everybody is they just didn't look confident in their decisions. And then um, – that second goal, I think, yeah, it was probably just a miscommunication. Ike and Tim have played together so much that Tim probably knows without any sort of communication, Ike's about to come back to me and I need to get over here, get ready for that back pass. I just don't know if Zendejas and Ike have that sort of uh, rapport yet.
2: Um, right. It was nice seeing uh, seeing Ike and Roger in there really running the game, dude, like, you know, bossing people around, taking charge, oh, yeah. being the veterans on the, t- on the team because – they were the only veterans on the field at that time. And, uh, yep. And Zussi, I guess.
1: Yeah. Zussi was out there. Ilya was out there, but Ilya, I mean, I guess you maybe could say he's a veteran in a sense that like, he knows the system and he's been around for and a couple of years now, but sure. yeah, he's, he, he's certainly not the level of Roger or Ike or Zussi. Um, but did they show, I, I mean, obviously I was, I was watching live, did they show on the broadcast or could you see Roger barking orders and constantly coaching up the young guys on the field because yeah he absolutely. it was amazing it it was like anytime there was a slight little miscommunication um there was there was one time where where like Lindsey and Shallowy weren't quite sure where they were supposed to be on defense and a, and a FC Dallas I think it was uh Lama got free on the right side and, and and it didn't amount to anything, but, but Roger immediately runs over and starts talking to them both just to make sure there's, n- that doesn't happen again. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was just, gr- it was great to see. Um, but at this point I'm worried, well, crap, we're going to extra time. And if we may even go to penalties because someone's got to win tonight. I think I had literally typed a text to my fiance saying, game's going to go to extra time, gonna be home later than I thought. But I didn't hit send because I was like something crazy might happen. So, just uh I'll, I'll hold it just in case and boy and did something crazy. The Johan came in. Happened. Don't Disco mess disco with the Johan because Disco disco. He got the ball. Uh I I mean this ball is I mean it's a good 18 yards out. And it's up in the air, kind of curling around, and he looks at it, uh, takes it first time with his left foot, fires it off the outside of his left foot, it curves up, and then curves straight back down. All Jesse Gonzalez can do is stare at it as it goes right into the top left corner, perfectly placed. Johan Quazze puts Sporting KC up 3-2 to two in the 89th minute, and the rest is history. Uh, tell me what hey, happened you se- in your apartment when you saw that goal.
2: <laughs> have you seen, you don't mess with the Zohan. Have you seen that movie
1: once many, many years ago? Oh, uh, so You
2: probably, you don't even really remember the disco disco when that's what he, that's what he did. He loved disco music. Wasn't there like
1: some scene where he like is like pulling his legs up cause he's doing like some weird stretch and then he has like both of his legs like straight up or I don't know. I might be thinking of oh, something yeah, very, else. Very,
2: very different. Uh No, my, I, my place went crazy, dude. We got hype. I think I was just like, hold the phone. What just happened? And when you watch this on replay, dude, Dallas should get their ass chewed because they didn't even come out at all. That ball's up in the air. It's about to fall to Johan. No one closed in on him. Like, you would think immediately you go towards the ball. No one did. They were waiting for him to settle it and take a touch. No one thought he was going to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It started because of a a failed clearance. Like they just
2: kind of need the ball straight up in the air, dead up in the air.
1: Right, and you're absolutely right. There's some, you know, the guy who need it is just kind of there, staring at it. He doesn't really chase the ball. Um, he's like, I got to stay in my
2: zone. I can't close this guy out.
1: Right. A couple of center backs are just standing there staring at it. Right as Johan kicks it, a couple midfielders arrive about three yards behind them, but they're not doing anything. And Jesse Gonzalez... It didn't go on the SC top 10, did it? Oh, I didn't... You know, probably not because if it did, Sporting KC would have tweeted about it, but it should have. Yeah, I didn't see. I tried. I tweeted at him. I tweeted at Sports. I saw that. (laughs) Didn't listen to me. I think Sporting KC did too. Um... But, yeah, Jesse didn't even move. Like, he literally didn't move his feet.
2: He just watched it go in. And, he started uh, to, and then he's like, oh, it's going out of bounds. Oh, shit, it didn't go out of bounds.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think just about everyone in the world was impressed with that goal. Johan said it was the best goal of his career, Any like, of any game he's ever played. Everyone in the world was impressed with that goal. Except for this man, Mister Alan Henderson, who uh, we tweeted yeah. about, uh, good old Alan from Athens, Georgia, because of course he'd be from outside of Atlanta. Um, what's
2: Alan? What's Al- What's Alan up to?
1: Uh, you know, Alan, he he's, he looks a, a a a a little bit older. I I don't know exactly how how old Alan is, but but you know, he's uh he's over there hanging out in Athens, Georgia. He says he's uh. A former soccer player, um, he played, it looks like, in a league that was formed in 1967. But uh, Alan, Alan goes, Been there, done that. Full volleys from 18 10 to curve down into goal and over the goalkeeper if he's off his line. Um, no big deal. Like, Alan saw Zidane's goal in the Champions League final and was like, I've done that too. Like, this is no big deal. <laughs> like, I just... I
2: don't understand. Um, the dude, some, uh, how how does he even... How does he even see this post to comment on it?
1: Uh, MLS, I think, tweeted it. And Johan... Oh, was it MLS? Yeah. Johan... Uh, well, Johan tweeted the video and I think MLS retweeted it. And uh, he, he must follow um MLS because he's probably a stupid Atlanta United fan. And um yeah, Alan not not the the smartest of, of fans, I would say. Um s- someone asked, you know, uh I, I, I want to know how many times out of ten uh he'd actually get it anywhere close to on frame. And and I was like, I want to know how many times out of ten he'd actually make contact with the ball period. Because <laughs> I don't think he would um but hey no. you know what good on you mr alan henderson if you can hit worldies i don't know why we didn't see you playing in uh professional soccer league if you can do that but uh apparently you and johan and zidane are all basically the same
2: so um, yeah back to your uh golden girl reruns alan see you later <laughs>
1: golden girls uh followed by matlock I think that's the I other one Matt, you mentioned. Yeah, Matlock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Matlock, Matlock's the go to. That's that's what I think. Uh, yeah. And uh and then the
1: other fun thing that happened is apparently Johan became the owner of FC Dallas, according to Wikipedia. Um which is uh always a classic joke. So did anyone own up to that? Nope. Nobody. Interesting. So uh, we got quite a lot of retweets and a lot of likes. So thank you to everybody who uh, who retweeted and liked our tweet about that. But uh, yeah, man, that was a fun game. And uh, now we will travel down to Houston for the next U.S. Open Cup game, which is in mid July, I believe, because Houston beat Minnesota United in a crowd in front of a crowd of about four people. Uh, yeah, it was so. about
2: four people, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Now, to be fair, they did supposedly have a big storm coming that night. Um, but having said that, I've been to plenty of games at Children's Mercy Park where there's
2: a big storm and there's lots of people. So I don't know. Wait, there, there is a storm coming at, to Houston? There was a storm that was coming that night.
1: So, uh, oh, gotcha. I think, yeah, I think people, um, Maybe stayed home to try to avoid getting wet, but it didn't look too good on TV mm. when you see just an empty stadium.
2: So No, I mean, I there's been, all of us have been out in the soaking wet rain, dude, watching sporting before, so, you know, oh, yeah. different levels of fandom, you know, there's fandoms who uh, can't stand to get wet, and there's fans who support their team, you know, ride or die, so, then there's Atlanta fans who are just a little too much and are going to... Rule the all star game if we don't do something about it. Oh my God, guys, go please go vote for Tim, vote for Ike, vote yeah. for Zussi,
1: vote for anybody. Tim's close, Tim's, Tim's close. right there. Ike and, and Zeusie, I think, are both pretty close. Um, today's the last day, I think, Wednesday to vote. Yep. Um, so go vote MLS as many app. times as you can on the MLS app on MLSsoccer.com because
2: right I think now, that's
1: once. Atlanta has like seven or eight of the 11 starters um and yeah, do we want
2: to watch that game who would want to watch no. that
1: at this point you know what mls just make it atlanta united versus juventus because yeah it's, ba- it's basically then that go anyway. juventus oh hell yes like i don't need four random players and then the rest of atlanta
2: united playing juventus because that doesn't appeal right. to me do the right thing tim Melia. i mean obviously oh dude you would think tim gets picked by by tata I mean if, if uh if Brad Guzan gets in then, then Martino gets to pick the the next eleven and last year that was the case too and they picked Stefan Fry. Yeah. So do the right thing, Titty or Tata, whatever your name is. <laughs> yeah. The uh supposedly,
1: allegedly best dressed coached in MLS. And uh, I don't know if you've seen his outfits the last couple of weeks, but I would not describe them as best dressed. Um, no,
2: he looks like a frumpy potato. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's some sprouts.
1: Yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't look great. Um, Peter Vermees is a much better looking coach than Tata Martino, and a much better dress coach than Tata Martino. Um, oh, absolutely.
2: Tata's what, that. Tata's like the dad that's going a little crazy, kind of lost himself. Maybe drinks a little too much. Feel sorry <laughs> for him. Peter Vermees is like that dad that you want to go you want to go tell him you did something good all right because he's intense and he'll be like good job son and you'll feel good about it you know yeah peter peter i don't know what i'm talking about no
1: peter peter's intimidating he's scary he looks like he just runs like a tough mutter for fun um just like on the weekends yeah Yeah, I, i i i always get a little bit worried when i'm asking peter a question because i'm always waiting for the day when he jumps over the podium and just tackles me.
2: Um and well, you're it'll... not asking the right questions. I mean, well, you need to ask not. what his workout regimen is or something. <laughs> but Peter, uh, tell me what you did at the gym yesterday. Um,
1: what is your what is your workout yeah, plan? Is that weird? Uh I, you know, I I I'll maybe one of these days I'll try it. If I'm feeling brave and uh and they won like 17 0 and he's in a good mood, um you never know
2: yeah peter what's your what's your thought on uh immigrants what's your workout regimen what what do you got what's going your on huh? thought
1: on immigrants i don't know if i want to go there um <laughs> you yeah. ask the
2: real questions man the raw questions get apparently, raw with it apparently raw dogging. Um,
1: nope that's not it <laughs> nope i don't want <laughs> yeah. to think of that phrase and peter vermes in the same train of thought um you will now yeah you know what's gonna happen is freaking post-game press conference on saturday i'm gonna be up there and that's all i'm gonna think of is i'm gonna be trying to ask him a question and it's just gonna be that running through my mind because of you so thank you um you're welcome dude I, you're so welcome oh my god um anywho uh so we play hey, we play houston in the next round of the uh the US Open Cup in Houston. We also, as fate would have it, happen to play Houston on Saturday at Children's Mercy Park. So uh
2: Yay. tell me what you think about that game. Well I think the teams are gonna be well accustomed with each other when that uh you know July eighth match rolls around. Is that is that when it is July eighth?
1: Uh, I want to say it's like in the teens somewhere. I'll, I can try so
2: eighteenth, like eighteenth. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. So you know they're gonna be well, uh, well accustomed to each other. And uh, this weekend's the first test, man. And Houston, Houston's not bad. They started out strong, I think, but kind of dropped points here and there. And it, they're just very inconsistent.
1: They, they are. Their, their defense is. Their offense is potent. Their defense is. Mediocre at best. Um, they have a couple of key pieces, you know, Albert Elise, um, Maro Manotes, um, their their young designated player, uh, Tomas Martinez. Um, all of these guys are Tyler are, Derek. <laughs> I don't think he's on the roster anymore. No, um, he's not because he hits women. Yeah, don't do that. That's not good. That's not don't something be a you should Derek. do
2: um but Dare to lick my balls <laughs> we'll just, we're just we're just gonna
1: quote you know comedy movies that are at least 15 Z-Landard. years old <laughs> like let's just let this pod's gonna turn into no other 15 year old comedy films from the you know yep. 90s and early 2000s um <laughs> but, but uh <laughs> Yeah, they have a they, they have Albert Elise, Maramonotes, Tomas Martinez. Those are their big scores. Um if you can shut those Fat guys Albert. down, uh then you're in a pretty good shape. But but Elise is fast. He's scary yeah, with he's his weird little Panther crawl that I don't like. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, I'm sorry, what? Have you not seen it when he scores and he does this like sensual panther crawl and then he like does a little growl thing and it makes me uncomfortable every single time he does the sex panther yeah it's not good that's that's yeah that's what we call i'm in a slack for another site i write for and and that's what we call him in that slack because that's what it looks like um what does that mean what's a slack what does that mean oh it's like a messaging website it's like how we coordinate what it is we're going to talk about on the website um well
2: just call it a messaging website we don't know what a slack is
1: I'm jimmy sorry. i'm sorry um but yeah he's he's, he's 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 it's very uncomfortable um okay does he's like is it like
2: a slither or is he yeah, like doing kinda, like the digital crawl or, or is he it? like a snake? well that's the
1: thing it's like he stole the digital crawl made it seductive in a creepy way and then does this weird little like really? hand gesture like growl thing at the end and I'm like, I don't. Why like is it this. seductive? I don't know. Like, does he lick his lips? Like he just like he makes like these weird eyes, and he like bites his lip as he does it. And I just and imagine he bites his lip. Yeah, that yeah. is sexy. Yeah, it's not good. I don't like it. Like I feel like we need to like remove all children from within 200 yards of him, and just like make sure he doesn't yeah. go to near schools. Like it's yeah, uncomfortable. No playgrounds for you, bro. Yeah. So I, we don't need that in Kansas City. We're we're a wholesome group of people. Like we don't need him doing his weird Sex Panther crawl in Children's Mercy Park.
2: So Yeah. Don't let him do that on our field, all right. Get that no, out of here. No. Like let's
1: go back to like the family friendly times of the digital crawl. Like that was fun. Everyone
2: liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good we, time. We had oversized well, jerseys. Right. We don't need the you
1: know I think you know what I think? I think uh Digital Takawira, the guy who invented the digital crawl, should sue Albert Elise for intellectual property theft. Because I think he probably saw a clip oh. of him, and I uh, was like, "I'm gonna do that," except I'm gonna put a weird little panther spin on it. And uh, I think, I think it's theft. So <laughs> by my lip, <laughs> I think I think we should uh, organize a, a lawsuit on behalf of uh, our good buddy
2: Digital, and uh, and let's go after Albert Ellis. Um, yeah, that works. Man. Someone needs a that needs to be a tifo or something like yeah. Take your sex panther out of here, you know. Yeah.
1: Well and it and it and it gets weirder because he then like sometimes he's done it a couple times now where he'll he'll have an actual Black Panther mask, like the superhero, and he'll put that on and like crawl around with that on, and it's 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 not great.
2: He has a I have not watched any Houston games this year, and I'm kinda glad from what you're telling me. <laughs> you will have to avert your eyes, Kansas City, because uh
1: oh we God. we don't know what's coming for us. Um. Yeah, he, he's done it yeah. twice where he's literally pulled out a Black Panther mask and put it on and done his weird little crawl. So I guess the pros of that okay. are, you know, you don't have to see him biting his lip when he does it. The cons
2: of it are he's ruining a great movie for all of us. Um, when Tim <laughs> Melia blocks your freaking shot, all right, he's going to put on a Hulk mask and, and you know smash smash it out of here yeah we
1: just need to get tim (laughs) millius
2: yeah some some like hulk
1: like smash hand gloves or something and so he blocks he could pull it out and be like yeah tim
2: smash um if that's what we're doing i mean i I know black panther had great cultural significance and everything like that but get it out of here there was nothing sexy about that movie no nope, good movie nothing sexy um so yeah albert thalese kind of weird don't want to see him score um good player though so he we gotta a good shut player. him down i think if we can shut him down we got a good chance of of taking the three points and we need him because we're not far you know from the second we're we we're right at the top with dallas still you know what i mean yeah we
1: we're we're uh tied with dallas on points at 29 points dallas does have one less game played we've played 15 they've played 14 so they have the edge there um mm-hmm. but be, beating houston would be a big three points for us. Um, And and I I think we can. The question is who, uh, who will be back from injury? And I know, um, you know, that's, that's going to be sort of a hot topic of conversation. Um, It was one of the questions that was asked uh, today from one of our uh, good listeners, Bob and weave. Um, I don't have any inside information
2: as to, who we're getting back or whatnot. Um, there were lot- some pictures online that surfaced today uh, from training and uh, looked like Seth was training. So that's that's a good sign. That's good. Um,
1: not that Jalen – I think Jalen Lindsay has been fine at left back. It's just the thing with him is he's got no left foot because he's a right-footed player. He's t- he's should be a right back.
2: But we got nobody at left back right now because both Seth and Jimmy yeah. are hurt. So – Seth it's, really gets up and down that sideline. Jalen doesn't, uh, I don't know. For some reason, Jalen, is, is, he's kind of forgettable on that side for me. Whereas when Seth is in, I'm like, look at Seth go. Yeah, I think it's because
1: since he doesn't have that left foot or hasn't really developed that left foot yet, he can't really send in any crosses over there. So he can get the ball, but like he can't do much other than turn around and pass it right back toward the middle of the field. To like Ilya or something, because if you look at his his passing charts from the games he's played, he's very efficient. Like he's safe with the ball; he doesn't lose it very much. But he doesn't cross at all, and it's just because he has no left foot. And when you if you look back at the Portland game, you could see their their right back when when Jalen was pushing up was literally just leaving the the final third of the field open to him because he knew Jalen wasn't going to make runs, and if he was going to make run, he wasn't going to be able to pass it in. Um, so it, it kind of takes away a dimension of the offense. You know, if Jalen's in at left back that they're sporting case, he's probably going to push it toward the center or right side of the field. So that's the one right. downside of, of Jalen's game right now, but he will get there eventually, especially if he's back on the right side where he wants to play. Um, and Peter said after the game that, you know, the consistency of the, the five or six games that he's played in a row now, and that Juan Kuzana's has played now, um, It's going to get them in a rhythm where things start to feel natural and then they're going to be able to do a little bit more advanced techniques without having to think so much because it'll just be instinct. So a lot of good stuff to come from them. I don't know if we're, you know, hopefully Seth could be back or Jimmy um, Felipe obviously is not going to, going to be back yet. Um, But you know, we'll see. I think we'll have a better lineup against the dynamo than we saw uh, against FC Dallas. So
2: I don't know. I think so too. I think we'll be good. Um, but I don't know, man. I thought we'd have a pretty solid lineup against Dallas, so I, I was very shocked.
1: Yeah, it uh it, it was a little surprising. But hey, it worked. So maybe Peter knows more than we do. I don't know. Um maybe so. Couple other questions from our listeners. <laughs> um What you laughing at? You laughed at that my, your kitty my cat. cat. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm recording in uh in my new house, and except the the door of the room that I record in, like it doesn't close quite right, and i'm the only one here right now, and so she she's just you you might hear my cat I'm sorry awesome. um, uh she doesn't want me questioning Peter Vermes either, apparently so no 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 um mansky, our good buddy mansky um he he said uh Lewandowski wants out of Bayern this year. Will PV see enough from him in the World Cup to convince him to make a play for his contract? I don't think PV needs to see anything Levin- from, from Lewandowski. Sorry, I said Lewandowski. It's pronounced There you go. I was like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't, sorry. Don't make it a uh, non-Polish. No, it's the the the, the Polish pronunciation pronunciation of Lewandowski. Um that W's are V's, it's weird. It is it is strange. Um I don't think PV needs to see anything from the World Cup to convince him. I think his resume speaks for himself. I think the problem is he's like a ninety million dollar player. So
2: yeah, that'd be nuts. That's that's off the table, right? That's not even no, no, you can dream. No, no. But come on, yeah
1: he uh, he's gonna be just fine for the next four or five years. If not in the Bundesliga, then in La Liga or the EPL. Someone he's a very good forward someone is going to want him and they will pay
2: a hefty amount of money for him um i mean he had like a contract extension in 2016 i know that yeah i don't think he's
1: out of his contract i think there were just rumors of him wanting out of Bayern, um which is your german team i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know much beyond that i don't know if he's he's probably i would guess go to the EPL, like I heard someone mention Man, oh, U- Man he, United he's at one point. Under contract
2: there till twenty twenty one is when his contract's over. Yeah, but they could sell him if you don't want to be there. They'll sell him. Well, that'd be that'd be cool, but I mean, it's one hell of a transfer fee.
1: Yeah, it'd, it'd be a lot. It would be a lot, but uh, whatever it is, it's gonna you know
2: that good old Tams not gonna cover it. Um, I didn't know that they got him on a free transfer from Dortmund. I, I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's really annoying.
1: Um, <laughs> Bayern needs to stop taking all of Dortmund's good players. Um, there you but, go. but, uh, another question we got from, uh, Ryan Baxter regarding transfers is, uh, Jack Wilshire of Arsenal is out of contract in June. Should we put in a cheeky offer for him? A long shot. I know is what he says. Now, Wilshire is much more attainable than Lewandowski. Um, you look at the website transfer market they have his projected value somewhere in like the mid-teens uh but even if we were going to spend that much on a player jack wilshire plays sort of center midfield attacking midfield and right now we got johan yeah we got felipe coming off injury like that's not really our position of need i would say so yeah we don't need that um I wouldn't be surprised if there's a striker at some point coming, but I guess I've been saying that since what, like December.
2: So, um, true. I mean, but it's you would think so, but gosh, dang it, do we need it, you guys? I mean, I know you want it, but come on, we're
1: scoring goals. Yeah, it's it's
2: working. Um, Ky- Something's
1: working. Kyrie's still only got that one goal, but look, I will I will die on this hill. That dude is big and physical, and he creates space for other people. I know you want your center forward to score, but I honestly think that part of the reason Shallow is having such a great season is because uh, Kyrie Shelton clears out space for him. And so he can cut in, and Johnny Russell yeah, can cut in. Yeah, Russell too. Yeah, they both got space. They both benefit from it. And uh, as Peter said— we, And guys, you get Felipe back? I mean, right, come on. right. We, we've been getting results and we've been getting results without the guy who was our best player for the first month of the season, which is nuts. Um, so I think we're set up pretty well. Um, yeah. We did have another question, which I think is a fun one and a good one. Uh, Greg NKC wants to know, how did Dan Kuzer get the opportunity to paint the wall with Matt Beazler after the 2015 Open Cup win?
2: So story time with have Dan. Not, have I not told that story?
1: Uh if you have, uh we, we've got some new listeners who may not remember. So uh
2: Okay. The floor that is yours, a... my friend. Dude, that was that that was a fun, fun time. You know, that was uh they do competitions, man, and I always tell people you gotta play these contests. You gotta you can't win if you don't play. Or don't because and Dan and his wife was... win them all we win all of them. I we did we have won a couple of them, but no <laughs> the uh there was a Snapchat contest and it was like give us your best, you know, Snapchat design and you know, for the opportunity to paint the wall with Matt Beisler. And I I think this is crazy and the game is actually on my wife's birthday, so it was going to be her uh celebration at the game too. And she spent like all day at work making this uh making different fun photos on Snapchat. And I don't know how she did it. I'm not smart with this stuff, but she was like overlaying things and had to like screenshot something and then go overlay that. And like, it was basically a picture of me with Matt Beasler like painting the wall, like with a paintbrush in my, you know, small hand that was like too small for my body. It, It was hilarious. She was, she just kept making these and we won. She won. And I was like, Oh shit, babe, you're going to paint the wall with Matt Beezer. And she's like, no, 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 you have to do it. I was like, what? And she's like, you have to do it. One, it's going to mean more to you. And two, I don't really want to climb up on a ladder. I hate heights. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd be honored to. And so, uh, so I do it, man. I go, I go meet Jonathan Kaplan at the game. Cappy. He he pulls me out. Yeah. He pulls me out before, uh, before the game starts and, Takes me over to the corner. And I, I made sure Mariska could come too, though. I was like, hey, can she come? Because, you know, this is kind of her thing as well. And we go over there and we're... I mean, obviously, that. okay, that's the end of story. That's how I got to paint the wall with Matt Beisler. But its it gets more fun here, okay? <laughs> Matt comes out and I'm like, guys, I'm super drunk at this time. All right, I was a big drinker back then. I was super nervous, super drunk. And we go up on the... uh we go up on the ladder and Molly Dreska was there and she gives me some silly like mirror handhold looking thing. That's that like is going to take a video for Instagram or something. I was like, okay, it looks like a magic mirror. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, whatever. I'm just happy to be here. And she tells me I'm going to paint the one five of the 2015 and Matt's going to do the two zero. Well, we get there and Matt, Matt flips the script. He goes, no, you do the two zero. I'll do the one five. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine, dude. Like I, who am I to argue? Was the number 15, what if I was like, like uh, mean something special to him or something? No, I think he probably just wanted to finish it off. You know, yeah. he likes and, finishing. And I was like, okay. What if I was like, you know what, Matt, I'm going to paint the whole thing. So screw you. <laughs> <laughs> and then but, I'm going to so paint we you, it, man. And we're, <laughs> we're up there cheering and everything. Um, but first of all, I we are trying to kill time or whatever. We were just up there talking on a ladder. And I was like, so was this uh, was this your idea? Or was this like the club's idea to do this? And he's like, no, it wasn't my idea. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Here, I crashed this dude's party. Okay. <laughs> he, he wanted to paint the wall by himself probably. And here I am, some stupid contest winner, ruining his moment. Oh, but boy. But after we do it, we go down the ladder and he kind of looks at me. He's like, is that it? And I'm like, well, we probably ought to go lift the cup, right? And he's like, I'm game. And so we go hoist that thing six feet in the air, dude. And they take our picture. The cameras are flashing everywhere. Crowd's cheering. And my wife is in the picture. She's like in the background of the picture, dude. Like she's photobombing. And she she didn't mean to look this way. But her resting face made her look so damn mad. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't know why I look like that, but I look very envious of you. <laughs> She's like, I should be the one lifting the cup. <laughs> but, dude, it was the last game of the year, and we we're facing LA Galaxy. And I, I was kind of talking to Matt. I said, you know, big, we need a big win tonight because I think it was going to be kind of do or die for the playoffs at that time, um, you know, based on results around the league. And he's like, oh, we're good. He's like, we got this. I was like, cool, man. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Sounds good. So. There's a story, dude. I was I was freaking out, but that's one of the coolest moments ever.
1: It was pretty darn cool. And uh, I remember I was at that game, and uh, I don't think I knew ahead yeah, of time. you were with us, right? I, I don't think I was, because I think that was when I was doing, like, the for a little bit, I was, like, helping sell the, uh, the 433 raffle tickets um, for the oh, Victory Project. Right. So I think I was doing that, and for some reason, I don't think I knew you were doing that ahead of time. So they, like, announced your name. I looked up. I was like, wait, what? And so I think I pulled out my phone and I text you a picture of yourself or something like that. Being like,
2: I see you. Yeah. <laughs> dude, people were wanting to take pictures with me after that. They're like, dude, good job, man. That's awesome. And I'm like, I don't I don't even know what just happened, guys. I'm like freaking <laughs> out. All right. That was the coolest moment ever. You're famous. You're a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, I guess they never did use any of that, like up on the the jumbotron or anything. They never used any of that footage. And I was like, that was, that was gold guys. I know I, I was a little heavy set back then, but come on, I've lost, I've lost some pounds. All right. You look good. You had the black Jersey on, I think and you had the headband in and I did.
1: Yeah. It was, it was a good look. Um, uh, well, there you go.
2: That's the story of Dan Coozer painting the wall. It was like seven minutes of talking. So no. appreciate that question. You jerk. no, <laughs> So, uh,
1: we, we are running close to end of time, but we would be yeah. remiss on a soccer podcast to not talk about the World Cup at least a little bit. So, uh, World Cup, dude, yeah, man, it's been fun. You've been waking up every morning to watch these games, uh, yeah.
2: I update my Facebook status every time, <laughs> all the little <laughs> flags
1: I see them I know exactly what you're I doing. I love them,
2: dude. I love the flags, yeah, it's fun. Um, but the uh germany lost so pretty upset about that
1: yeah did you feel the earthquake from mexico when uh irving Lozano scored did you see that oh, my god i heard i heard that they made an earthquake yeah yeah it registered on the richter scale when he uh when he scored that goal which is crazy um stupid <laughs> mexico's good man you know i'm sure look landon donovan's happy his team's won that's true his, yeah, his,
2: he's, pay, he's teaming up with Wells Fargo, trying to give everyone and their mom a, a credit card and yeah, an account, yeah. you know, illegally. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's that's when he started going at, you know, Carlos Bocanegra, taking the moral high ground of, I was like, I think you lost the moral high ground when you started taking money from Wells Fargo. Um, but, yep. you know, I Landon can't help if his boyhood club was Mexico, you know, when he was roaming the streets of Mexico City as a seven-year-old boy, one day hoping to in a sponsored ad for El try um i just yeah yeah that that game was fun that was a fun one to watch um probably not for you because you're a germany fan um
2: yeah it's bad i had some uh i had a couple friends over and we watched that so then we had to oh man dude then we my buddy wanted to go get an updated germany jersey and i said oh not the best time to go buy a jersey after a loss but let's do it And so we go to the Adidas store uh, up on Michigan Avenue, the Mag Mile or whatever. And uh, when we walk in there, you know, the the, the employees are wearing like Germany jerseys, Mexico jerseys, Argentina, whatever. They're all dressed up. And some girl before even asking, hey, can I help you find anything? She just says to all four of us, oh, what happened to your team today? As she's wearing a a Mexico jersey. (laughs) And my friend Katie has no filter and she goes, Oh, no, they were out there. They were the ones with the four stars on their jersey. Ooh. And I'm I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. This is bad. And the gal keeps clapping back. She goes, well, it didn't look like a championship team to me. And so I just chime in. I'm like, do you guys do customer surveys in here? Well, sure would love to take one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh man turns out she checked us out at the end my buddy bought the white jersey she checked us out and she charged and I you made double sure to say <laughs> no i made sure to say is there a is there a survey website on that receipt or something this is uh <laughs> <laughs> we got something we want to say because this is ridiculous oh that's funny um but yeah i mean what are your what are your teams
1: been doing oh uh i am uh all about iceland if you look at my twitter right, you will see right. the iceland Big flags time. Um, My Twitter name for a while was world's number one Iceland fan. Um, And then I found a website that will tell you your Icelandic name. So my Icelandic name is Jimor Curtisson. So because my dad's name is Curtis and the way they do your last name is they just take your dad's name and then put son on the end. So there you go. Um, And they, they drew with Argentina because Messi can't hit a penalty kick. So... Oh, that was big time. That was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that game. Um, yeah, my three teams, I, I kind of have three teams I'm cheering for, and as I, I picked these a while ago. Iceland one because I've been to Iceland and I love it there. They're fun. Uh, kind of rooting for Croatia because I have uh, Croatian ancestry. And then I like Nigeria just because I love their kits. I love their like suits that they wore when they got there. I love everything about that team, but all 3 of them are in the same group, which is kind of a bummer on one hand. That's right. That's right. But on the other hand, that means one of them's making it through. So, you know.
2: Well, it could be like me. I have 8 teams I'm following, you know, 25% of the field. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you got a decent shot at uh at winning. Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: But I think definitely the highlight of the tournament so far was that Portugal Spain game. I mean, that was unreal watching ronaldo get his hat trick and that tying yeah, that uh, big time free kick at the end um it is nuts man uh he you know so much fun um
2: well he plays today too so that'll be uh that'll be good
1: yeah he uh playing Mor- in the morning morocco um and then uh uruguay plays saudi arabia and iran plays spain um the other fun game or interesting game, I guess, was that england Tunisia game because England did not look great. Harry Kane. And Harry Kane does what he does, taps in his goals. Not saying that's a bad He's thing. He's a finisher. But, uh, yeah, he he gave England the win. Um, and then maybe the story of the World Cup so far has been freaking Russia. Um, they've scored eight goals. Yeah, dude. And I like Russia.
2: Yeah, ooh, be careful where you say that. Um, well, hold on now. Have you been watching? Have you watched any of the phenoms on Fox Sports? I have not, no. Okay, because they highlight attackers, defenders, creators, and goalkeepers. And then they did a segment on like a handful of countries that are in the World Cup. And Russia, some are 30 minutes, some are an hour, some are an hour and a half. And Russia's segment was two hours. And it was Jeez. all Russian subtitles. And I watched this thing and you really get to know some of these young players and watch them try to qualify for the World Cup and it makes watching the games a little more fun and when those teams win you're like, "Oh man, it's really cool." So this Russian team is uh I kind of like them, you know, you as, as you watch people come back from injury and everything. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, they got some they got some good players, uh, Golovin. Someone's going to spend a lot of money to sign him after this tournament cuz he's he's a good player. Um It's true. But yeah, man, I, it's no one expected Russia to, to drop eight goals through two games. I'm not saying it's rigged because it's in the Russia. First team through so,
2: to the round of 16, man.
1: Yep. Yep. And uh, they've, the they've scored more goals through their first two games than uh, any other home country host country ever. And Paul Carr tweeted out that the last three teams uh, that were host countries to score this many goals through their first two games all went on to win the tournament. So... Get out of here. I mean, hey, it's Russia. It's in Russia. Putin's there. There was someone driving around with a bear blowing a Vuvuzela the other day. Like, I think it's meant to be. So... That'd, That'd be crazy. Um... Also, it's probably rigged, and Putin probably threatened to kill everybody if Russia doesn't win. But, hey, you know, details. That's true. Um, (laughs) So, the last thing I do want to say before we sign off, because I know we're over an hour here, is how efficient has VAR been? Like,
2: Yeah, it's been kind of cool.
1: It's working amazingly well, and it's weird because Mark Geiger's involved, and so that's confusing. But, like, I don't know how they've made it so efficient like maybe again, cause it's in Russia and like people may be secretly murdered if it takes too long, but MLS needs to learn something from, from them. Cause the way they present it on the broadcast, how quickly they do it is so much better than the way they do it in MLS. So I don't know. Just wanted to throw that in there. True.
2: No, so. dude, it's, it's pretty awesome.
1: Well, Mr. Uh, Malaysian Ronaldo,
2: you got anything else for our good listeners before we log off? nothing new nothing y'all don't already know about to go hit those itunes reviews for us please and thank you yes sir well once again
1: for dan i'm jimmy we thank you so much for listening tweet us at no other pod at jc max 03 at dan Couser. like us on facebook at facebook.com slash no other pod um give us those ratings and reviews tell your friends and uh We'll be back next week for another episode of No Other Pod. We'll talk to y'all later. See ya. Boom.